all the sort of people go round the outside, round the outside, round the outside. Oh yeah, it's bloody people around the outside, around the outside, around the outside. <laughs> Guess who's back? Back again. Ace Nuts back. Tell a friend. Guess who's back? 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 Alright everybody, now that I've embarrassed myself enough from that, welcome back to the A-Slot Podcast, guys. Uh, obviously with COVID-19 about, I've got some spare time, so I'm able to get back on this. It's been a hot minute. It's been, I think, about seven months since I've last spoken to you all um, while I was in America. So, yeah, um, this is this is an episode that was actually recorded in America, and it was due to be released when I got back, but... Um, between time and honestly, there was a little bit of money issue as well, uh, and I couldn't pay my pay the good people at Acast um, to keep my subscription up, so I couldn't upload anything. Uh, but we're back now. I've got some spare time, um, so there's going to be a few episodes coming through again now. I guess <laughs> I, I teased season two back in November. I, I guess this is season two from here on out. So I haven't actually changed anything from uh, when I was going to put this out. So it's all exactly as it was. So there could be a few things that are potentially maybe shouldn't be there or don't make a lot of sense. But uh, I really hope you you enjoy this anyway. This is all about my, my trip to America. I have a good sex life, not afraid to say that. Um, I suppose I'm not the sort of person who's with anything less than a good sex life. In this day and age, people are having sex younger and younger. There's more and more sex on TV, in music. Me and the guy making out on the rugby pitch. But I am basically kinky besties at this point. Some edge play includes blood, knives, needles, electro, fire and consensual non-consent and all that sort of thing. It's just one of those things like, I, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed of my sexuality. I'm not ashamed of the sex that I have. I enjoy it very much. I enjoy sex. Well, I mean, the way that I see sex and consent is quite simple. Don't get some until you get some. That's true. My life is a porn. I just don't film it. Welcome, Welcome to the A-Slut Podcast, with your host, Steel Core. Now strap
Hi there. Welcome back. It feels kind of weird doing this again. Welcome back to the Ace Love Podcast. If you miss me, I know I've missed you guys. It's It does feel a little bit weird coming back. I did have a few episodes recorded in America. But I, I just needed a wee break after my holiday, I think. There are a couple more episodes coming up from my America trip, so be sure to to stay tuned for that. But welcome back to another episode of the ASLUP podcast. It's really, really awesome to be back and uh, and talking to you guys again. I know I just said that, but now I'm in an excited voice, so now you know I'm actually happy to be here. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a while. It's been a while, thing. It's been, I think, about... Well, I think it's been about six weeks since I last uh, released an episode. Uh, it was a really, really cool episode with Mistress Jennifer. Uh, so I, I put out a trailer about a week and a half ago as well, um, which I hope everybody listened to. And we have a cool few episodes coming up that have already been recorded. Uh, this one has not already been recorded. This one is going to be me absolutely winging it. We're going to be talking a little bit about... My trip to America, what a shock, right? Uh, you might have already heard a little bit from uh, the last few episodes, but I'm going to go into a little bit more detail. Uh, there's going to be a review of the Players Club in San Antonio uh, that I that I went to and had a lot of fun in. Uh, I'm going to talk a wee bit about that. Before we get into all of that, make sure that you're following me on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. They're all at the ASOP Podcast. Um, also, make sure you check out the website, aceluppodcast.com. Uh, I've got the old Patreon thing as well. And here's something new that I need you guys to do for me. Uh, it would be really, really nice if you left a review or a rating or anything like that on whatever you're listening to this on, whether it be Apple Podcasts, iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, whatever you're listening to to this on please 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 uh rate and review because it does help the the channel uh, the podcast grow a little bit more i know it's raw i know that i'm just a bloke talking into a microphone but i do enjoy doing this and i need your help guys so please do uh rate and review now that i've stopped rambling a little bit um i'm going to talk a little bit about life <laughs> life at the moment uh like i said it's been a while since i've talked to you guys so, basically, as soon as I got back from America, I had to start my own business in in a in a way um, and become a courier contractor for New Zealand couriers. For those in America, it's basically just a FedEx driver delivering packages to people. Um, so I had to purchase my own van and stuff like that, and I've been doing 12, 13-hour days, which is part of the reason why I needed to give myself a wee bit of a break from the podcast uh, to get everything organized with all of that sort of stuff. Uh, get the business up and running, purchase the vehicle, all that sort of stuff. And it's just been quite taxing. Like I said, I've been doing 12, 13-hour days leading into Christmas. Busy time of year. But I, I found a little bit of time to come and chat to you guys and and um, just catch up a little bit, I guess, because um, I haven't been around. Um, a lot of ups and downs recently. A lot of ups and downs. My, my grandfather is currently in the hospital with... With some heart issues, I've literally just come back from from seeing him, so that's that's um, yeah, that's one thing that's happening. I am getting a puppy though, 
which is more on the positive side of things. I want to stick to the positive side of things uh, at the moment, just because it's it's far better. You don't want to talk. You don't want to hear about all the bad shit that's going on in my life. So let's let's keep it positive, shall we? Um, yes, puppy. I'm so excited to get a puppy next month. Um, a lot of you, well, some of you would have known that I did have Brutus, who sadly passed away uh, last year. Um, and I thought it was about time now that I got another puppy. I'm not getting another bulldog. I'm getting a, a little Swedish Valand. Uh, do Google that. They're, it's, they're almost a mix between a husky and a corgi, or a German Shepherd and a corgi. Beautiful, beautiful little creatures. Um, and, yeah, so I get to meet him in about a month's time, which is really, really, really super exciting. And... Uh, yeah, the rest of it's honestly, it's just been work, 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 work. And yeah, 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 yeah to quote Rihanna. Um, but yeah, so what we are going to talk about is I'm going to talk about the touristy stuff that I did in um, on my big road trip of the US. I'm going to talk about some of the other interesting things that I did on my trip. Uh, some possibly illegal, some definitely illegal. Um, I'm going to talk, I know I'm saying I'm a lot, I'm not used to this, guys. I'm not used to talking to a microphone again. Uh, I'm going to talk about some of the people that I met. I am going to talk about, like I said, I'm going to have a review of a Players Club in San Antonio. I'm also going to um, talk a little bit about the class that I taught while I was over there, and even um, a little party that was thrown for me after that, for my birthday, for my 30th birthday. So, yeah, let's give this a little bit of music, and then let's really get stuck into this. Really good to see you guys again. Come join hand in hand, brave Americans all, and rouse your bold hearts at fair liberty's call. No tyrannous act shall suppress your just claim, or stain with dishonor America's name. In freedom we're born, and in freedom we live, our purses are ready. Steady, boys, steady, not as slaves, but as free men our money will give. Well, hello everyone, and um, I love that little bit that little bit of music. It's called the Liberty Song, um, from seventeen sixty-eight. Way back for the Revolutionary War for America. Um, I thought it was rather apt, uh, considering we're gonna be talking about America today. And and my trip there, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and keep all the touristy stuff to a minimum. So I'm gonna speed through a whole bunch of that. But once I get to the places where where fun stuff happened, I'll stop and I'll do. That's where I'll do my review of the Players Club. Um, that's where I'll talk about my my class as well. Um, just as we're going around the journey, I guess I'm gonna try and mix it in with everything else as opposed to just doing its its own little uh, one-out thing. So yeah, for, for, for those who haven't been paying attention, I have been out of, uh, well, I've been back in New Zealand now for uh, almost two months actually. So I've been really, really bad at, at getting all of this stuff done. 
but I, I needed a break after my my American trip. I got I did a lot. I got a lot done, and it's been super busy for me once I've got back. So this sort of went on the back burner a little bit. But good news for all you guys, and good news for me as well. To be fair, I am back. The ASLAP podcast is back for your enjoyment. So yeah, we'll just go through it uh, a, a little bit. So the the flight itself, uh, we went from where I live in Christchurch to Fiji and then on to LA from there. The flight there wasn't too bad at all. It was actually quite relaxing. We got drunk at the airport in Fiji because uh, it was nice and cheap. And of course, we all actually had money at that point because it was the start of the trip. Um, so that, that was that was really, really good. We landed in LA, I think it must have been about 1 p.m. Uh, West Coast time. Oh, what do you call it? Pacific time, I think Americans call it. So, um, yeah, so we had, we, we had a little bit of time before going to our hotel. So we, we cruised on down to... Um, down to Venice Beach. The people I was with needed to go to a weed store, so we found one of those quite quickly. They're fucking everywhere, which is 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 no problem at all. It was just interesting for me because we don't have that in New Zealand in any way, shape, or form. Uh, we just don't have weed stores. It's still against the law here. But there is a referendum coming up, and hopefully they'll change that, and it'll be a lot, a lot better. I did try a little bit though, and it's a lot better than the stuff that they have in in New Zealand. And I'm thinking that that might be because it's, um, you know, it's it's proper industry. It's not black market or anything like that. So there's standards that have to be held. Uh, so I found that quite interesting. Um, but yeah, we went down to Venice Beach. We wandered along all the markets. It's its own wee little place out there in Venice Beach. It was really really cool. Uh, I thought all the little stalls everywhere. I went to Muscle Beach, which was under construction. Unfortunately, um, I was actually kind of excited to to visit there, but that was that was really cool. And then we went to our hotel and we proceeded to uh, well, there was three of us at this stage. We proceeded to completely conk out and and get to sleep um, because we knew we had a big day the next day. We had a very big day the next day. So the, the next day we decided to go to Universal Studios and also Warner Brothers. We were able to fit them both in, which was actually really quite cool. Because Warner Brothers itself was more just a tour, whereas Universal is a, a theme park more than anything else, really. Um, you don't get to see too much. You do go, you do the Universal Studios tour, which actually takes you down around the studios, which is quite cool. But Warner Brothers, you get, I, we actually got to walk through some sets. Um, I actually acted in a Friends scene with the Friends couch in Central Park. Uh, so that was really, really cool and a lot and a lot of fun. A lot of fun, really. Um, something a little bit different for me. Uh, put on the big New York accent as well for the for the hell of it, um, and yeah, lots of fun. Kind of put off the other people that were that were involved. There was one person who took it maybe a little bit too seriously, and um, got a little upset with me for putting on an accent afterwards. But I was enjoying myself. I was there to have fun, and that's all that really mattered to me, if I'm completely honest. Um, I had my wand chosen for me. 
uh, at Universal with one of the one of the well the Ollivander's one shot that was in there. But uh, it was interesting that it was the same one that was picked for me from Pottermore. If anyone knows that, then then you know that. So yeah, that was that was interesting. Uh, I can't remember the name of the stage we got to walk, uh, the show that we got to walk through at Warner Brothers. It's not not something that I knew. I think it's only in America, but it, it was really really interesting to be able to walk through that and see all of the old exhibits and whatnot. We got to um, got to walk through a whole bunch of basically buildings and stuff that are used as sets. Uh, we got to walk down Wisteria Lane of um, Desperate Housewives fame. A um, whole bunch of whole bunch of different places. These places were used for, and they basically just hire off old, a uh, whole bunch of streets, and you can do whatever you want with that street as long as everything's moved out afterwards. Really, really crazy. Um, yeah, obviously got a whole bunch of photos and and whatnot. The whole bunch of rides at Universal, which were really, really fun. We ended up purchasing the the Skip Line, which is about 150, 160 bucks, insane prices. But it actually is worth it because you can basically you can fit in every single ride from that point. You don't have to wait in line. You just sort of slam your way through, I guess, for lack of a better term. Uh, saw a whole bunch of Batman vehicles, which was really really cool. A lot of outfits and things like that. Saw a first edition Aquaman comic, which was really really cool. And yes, I'm going back through my photos while I'm doing this because I'm there's no way in hell that I was going to remember all of this. But yeah, so that was the first first couple of days. The Harry Potter stuff was a real highlight for me. I'm a big Harry Potter nerd. And I ended up coming back with like a whole fucking shitload of Harry Potter stuff. Uh, I came back with a full wand. I came back with a chocolate wand. I came back with some chocolate frogs. Um, a... Oh, I can't remember the name of it now. The thing Hermione uses to turn back time... I think it's in Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, Prisoner of Azkaban. Time Turner, perhaps? But, yeah, so I got one of those. I got a really cool um, Slytherin notebook um, because I am a Slytherin, according to Pottermore. So, yep, did that. Um, yeah, I'll, like I said, I'm going to try and keep this short, but I'm really not very good at keeping things short, as you guys know. Uh, so next, the next day we well we didn't leave until I think about eight or nine o'clock that night, which is really cool. I like the fact that theme parks are open late, and that is what allowed us to do the Warner Brothers thing in the middle as well, because we were only able to do that at two thirty and four thirty. So so that was great. Uh, the next day we well we we were staying ooh where were we staying Wilmington I think so just a suburb of two over was Long Beach. Uh, which is which is quite famous, Long Beach, California. So we decided to go and check that out on the next day, which was really really cool. We, uh, part of our um, part of uh, we well we bought like a, a tourist card kind of deal, and um, so part of that was it was a I think it was about an hour cruise around Long Beach. So we thought, yeah, why not? Um, why not do that and. It took off right next to the aquarium, which was already uh, on our city pass thing as well. So we thought, okay, let's uh, let's double that up, and yeah, really cool. Went went around on a cruise of the bays, and 
uh, whole, there's a bunch of islands out in that bay, which is uh, literally just oil drilling, which is something that I really, really hate and really dislike. But um, yeah, got to see some sea lions, uh, a couple of a couple of marinas. Now the aquarium here at Long Beach actually looks like a giant big whale, uh, blue whale, which I found really, really interesting. Uh, it was the first time I'd saw I'd ever seen actual seahorses in this aquarium, so that was really really cool for me. Uh, hammerhead shark in there. I bought a couple of a uh, couple of magnets and stuff from a little vendor outside, which is really really cool. Um, I love the fact that there's a lot of local vendors as opposed to big, you know, uh, chain stores as well in these places. And I always prefer to buy from those small vendors because you know a twenty dollar sale for them is is huge sometimes uh when you compare it to a large department store or something like that. So yeah that that was that was really fun and really cool. Now the next place that I went that we visited after this is also on our GoPass. We went nuts on the whole GoPass thing trying to make it trying to fit as much in as we could to make it more value for money, I guess. Um but we went to one of the most haunted places or apparently one of the most haunted places. Uh, in history, and the Queen Mary cruise ship, cruise ship, cruise liner, uh, whatever you want to call it, and that was amazing as well. That was really, really cool. They had, um, what really freaked me out was the, where people went when they were sick or they were stowaways. Um, basically just, it was almost like a jail sort of thing. They just put you down in those really rough seat, uh, rough sleeping Arrangements. There's about four, four to eight people in a in a tiny little room. Um, yeah, tiny, tiny little room, and the the risk of further infection was was absolutely massive. Got to go up to the captain's quarters in there. Giant Lego replica of of the Queen Mary as well, and this thing was massive. Well, it took a good hour and a half, and I I move at a brisk, brisk pace when it comes to museums and aquariums and all of that sort of stuff. I move very, very quickly, and this still took me a good hour and a half to get around, and it's really, really magnificent. Um, the, it, I think it has still holds the record of the most people on a seafaring vessel uh, to go maybe across the Atlantic or across the Pacific. I can't quite remember. But it was... Upwards of sixteen thousand people during the war that they that they shipped over to Europe. Yeah, Europe. So it must be transatlantic. Uh, so yeah, massive, massive thing, a massive history with it. Really, really cool. Um, we also tried Hooters for the first time <laughs> at Long Beach, and it was actually a lot tastier than what I thought it'd be. I thought it was just going to be that sort of Garbage stuff, I guess. You know, just whack it in. She's good, but no, really, really tasty, which, which was quite lovely. Um, oh, I got a tiki cup from uh, Universal Studios as well. I should know that. I've got it sitting right in front of me as well. Um, at this point, we we got to San Diego. We drove drove down to San Diego, and the first <laughs> first couple of things we did. Was we went and got our went went and got our laundry done, but we played a game called King's Cup or Circle of Death. It depends on 
where you're from, I guess. Uh, it's always been Circle of Death for me. Um, but we played that in the laundromat, went and got some in and out and went to the San Diego Safari Park. Now this place is huge and it's really cool to see some animals get like a decent amount of freedom as they're as they're getting around, you know. They're not just cooped up in this tiny little little pen. Um, the safari park out of the back was really, really quite amazing and quite expensive, I guess, for lack of a better term. Some really cool animals. We got to see um, a baby warthog running around and being taught how to fight from its from its parent. It was really, really cool. Really, really kind of amazing, actually. One of those things that you, you count yourself lucky to have been there and to have seen it. Um, so what do we do next? We wandered down the beachfront. We, and we did a, um, did another cruise of San Diego Harbor and whatnot and saw the, the naval base and whatnot there. Um, some really cool art exhibits that I'm seeing through here. And I'm trying to remember what they were from now. Uh, but it's just beyond me. I'm not sure where this is. Oh, uh, well. So I uh, went to a really, really cool museum as part of this. I see Egypt, I see Amazon, I see Inca. Oh, this was the Museum of Man, I think. I think it was the Museum of Man. Which is, yes. Or Museum of Cannibalism, maybe? Um, no, Museum of Man, and they had a cannibalism exhibit. Sorry. Um, you guys know I don't do a lot of editing, so you'll be fine. And then we went over to Tijuana um, for, for one evening, and that was that was an experience and a half. I do have to say that was an absolute experience and a half. Um, really, really cheap alcohol. I think we were paying like five dollars for ten beers. Um, about a dollar, maybe two dollars for a tequila shot. There were bands playing on the beach down there. You could see the big wall that's been put up down there. Um, we did a couple of, oh, we did some illicit substances. The band was really cool at the club that we went to as well. Uh, really just a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie, a lot of fun. From there we were over to uh, Tucson, Arizona. Interesting place. Not, not, not a big town by any stretch. Um, a lot of cacti. A lot of cacti. And we went to a place called the Biosphere, which was really, really kind of, ma kind of amazing. It's where they run a whole bunch of experiments to see where they can change the environments to see which, um, you know, what what kind of adaptations plants and human life could take to survive in these sorts of climates and in these sorts of habitats. And, and it's it's really cool. It houses a rainforest, a savanna, an ocean, a mangrove forest, a coastal fog desert, uh, a former human habitat. And the thing that they're doing at the moment is. Um, Basically, if the world runs out of what can happen, um, there's a lot of solar energy and stuff there. Really, really cool place. If you're ever in Tucson, 
that's one place that I would highly recommend because that showed me just I learned a lot from that place and it was really really cool and really really interesting but the next place I went to was probably one of my favorite places went to a place called Tombstone Arizona and of course it's Well, it's called Tombstone, so I, I, I was never going to turn that down, was I? And it's famous for a graveyard, the Boot Hill Graveyard, and it's also famous for uh, the gunfight at the OK Corral, which we saw a um, an adaptation, or not an adaptation, a recreation of, which was which was really really cool, really really fun. Um, we did, we were in. The Birdcage Theatre, um, which is a hotbed of paranormal activity. Nothing really happened while we were in there, though. But actually, no, there is an orb that shooted across the screen in one of my in one of my videos. So that was really interesting. Really, really different. There is a cat inside my door. I don't own a cat. <laughs> um, but yeah, they had um, horse-drawn carriages and things like that they had went on a tour of one of the mines which was really really cool really kind of interesting um, <laughs> we also went to a place called the thing I'm not going to tell you about what the thing is um, but really really interesting pretty out there uh, we went and went and did that as well Went to the courthouse, which is really, really interesting. A lot, a lot of these things here are really um, interactive. Is probably the best word. So you can actually do a lot of things. It's not just seeing a bunch of stuff. There's a really, really cool oddity store in uh, in Tombstone as well. So if you go there, you really, really need to check out the oddity store. We checked out the Boot Hill Graveyard, and then we were back on our way. And we started making our way to El Paso, Texas. Now, here's the issue. We had a flat tire. It was a slow leak. It kept on leaking. While we were in Tucson, we said to, we said to Hertz, who are our rental guys, never use Hertz, by the way. They've double-charged us a whole bunch. And they've just been absolutely awful in every way, shape, and form with this. And they said, take it to this place. They'll fix it up place, looked at it, said there's nothing wrong with it, pet boys or something like that, said there's nothing wrong with it, it's fine. By the time we got into Tombstone, it was flat, luckily we had a little air compressor, pumped it back up, on our way to Dallas, I'm like, okay, you need to go back into Tucson, and we'll we'll switch up your car, blah, 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 just a huge drama, but they, and they ended up switching over our car, and it was all sort of, it was all sort of fine from that point on. But at, uh, at this point, I think we might take a little break. Wish I was back in Texas. The ocean's no place for a squirrel. Wish I was in Texas. Prettiest place in the world. Oh no. I guess it deep in my heart, I'll always be a Texas girl. So we finally got on the road to El Paso. Uh, El Paso was only meant to be just an overnight thing uh, and keep moving on, basically. And the reason for that is there's not much there. Uh, we got there. We stayed the night. We had some food. 
got up in the morning and we headed out again. And this one was uh, another long drive to San Antonio. San Antonio, Texas. And this is where we'll get talking a little bit about, uh, about the Players Club. Because uh, that's where it is, funnily enough. Now, um, now San Antonio was an interesting place. We weren't in the in the nicest neighborhood. Um, I think it was the only one that we were really felt that was quite dodgy um, and quite scary at times as well. But um, yeah, we got our. Um, Actually, do you know what I forgot to mention in Tucson? We, I also inter interviewed the Unicorn Report. Jesus, I completely forgot about it. Um, and so they were on uh, two or three episodes ago. I uh, had a really, really cool chat with them. That was that was really, really fun. Um, and the reason that I've come back and mentioned that now is because I met up with, with a couple of great, great people um, while I was in San Antonio. And they were the ones who invited me out to the uh, to the players club, and were able to organise all of that sort of stuff for me. So that was that was really really cool. Um, so it was Mrs. Sweet and Spicy on Twitter is probably going to be the best way to do it at Mrs. Sweet Mr. Spicy. So they um, they invited me out to to the players club, um, and it was. A little bit um, touch and go for a little bit, as there was a lot of organisation to the do, and I was, and I was um, I was driving for most of it. So yeah, so after we'd done our laundry and whatnot, um, I left the the other two to go to the Players Club, which is a a swingers uh, venue in San Antonio, which was uh, really 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 cool, and. This is where I'll get into detail with with what the Players Club was like. So yeah, the Players Club is is actually really quite unassuming. It's all, almost sort of the entrance is sort of more, sort of almost in uh, almost like a strip mall kind of thing. Really, um, really, really, really interesting. Really different. So anyway, you went through through the front doors. There's a man on the door. It's lovely. And and you put into like a little foyer, a little foyer. Um, they had a couple of little things for sale. They had their their coat, their coat room and stuff like that. Some toys and whatnot for sale. Uh, some lube and stuff, which was which was really 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 cool. And then finally, you you walk through another set of double doors, and it's just this huge huge space. And I, I was not expecting something so large. Um, and it. It was huge compared to what I'd experienced in the past, which, you know, th things like OSS in Sydney. I love OSS. Don't get me wrong. I love that place. This place was just huge. And um, it was very, very well set up. So you walk you walk through the first bit. You've got this, the stage with the DJ um, on the right. Uh, the bar goes for a good probably... 20, 30 meters on the left-hand side. You've got a whole bunch of chairs and whatnot, and then there's the dance floor um, right in front of the stage. There's a couple of, of almost like dancing cages, which was interesting for me. It's very much a more nightclub-y feel as opposed to a bedroom-y kind of feel, I guess, uh, which is really cool. There was uh, pool tables and stuff down the back. 
um, which is and the other thing that was really interesting about it is you had one half of it that was smoking okay and one half is you weren't allowed cigarettes so I found that really interesting as well um, I thought if you had a cigarette in one half it's still going to float over to the other side but I guess it's it's a comfort thing and they didn't didn't really want that so that that was absolutely fine so you turn around and you look at the stage there's a dance floor there's people dancing now it wasn't very busy because it was a Friday night um, and that I actually prefer that I don't like not really being able to move I like being having to have my own space and, and talk to people comfortably without having to yell um, and this meant that the, the music volume was was good for that as well but I was given a tour of the place which was which was really really lovely um, the couple that I was there with had got a VIP booth um, so I got shown that first of all which is off to well as you walk in the door it's opposite the bar so you walk through the door it's across the dance floor over to the right hand side all the way on the other side and it's just a whole bunch of almost private-ish little booths which was I think that's a really nice touch um, there's a in there there's a, a a tantric room I guess for lack of a better term I can't really think of a better one um, and that was really nice and really really cool as well um, so you come back down the stairs out of the VIP room so you turn left so looking towards the stage again to the left hand side of the stage is the actual like for lack of a better term general public play area uh, they had beds and stuff in there there were private little private rooms in there as well um, that weren't quite as comfortable or as large as the VIP booths um, yeah I got shown around the place really 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 nice place really really enjoyable place and I got to talk to a lot of people there was no there was no snobbiness there was no looking down their nose mind you I, I guess I was a bit of a bit of a rare commodity with the accent and stuff like that so I think that worked quite well in my favor um, but yeah so I, I the, the other thing about it is you can bring, bring your own alcohol and you can get coke and stuff from the bar you can get your mixes and stuff from the bar um, so the couple I was with the, the spices that sounded too much like Pisces for me but sweet and spicy um, yeah so uh, I sat down they, they knew a few people there so I got introduced to them and had some really cool conversations. I had taken along some some of my uh, some of my toys that I was going to take for the class that I was doing in another city. So I took those along to the party as well as um, because they had sweet and spicy had, had uh, told me that they were interested in a little bit of electro play and stuff like that. So me being me, I was more than happy to oblige with that. Such a task, right? Such a task. Um, so yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, got to know them a wee bit. Had a few drinks. Um, even had a rare dance. I don't dance per se. It's not something that I that I really enjoy. But it was one of those sort of oh well, while in Rome, I guess. And then everybody just sort of made their way to the VIP rooms, and that's. Well, there was a lot of making out and stuff, um, just to the side of the dance floor, and then we made our way up to the VIP room. There was about, I don't know, maybe four, 
couples, five couples maybe, and myself. Me being the old one out being the single dude there. Um, and yeah, a lot of fun from that point. Had to be quite careful because it's not, it wasn't, oh, I was told heading in that it's not overly friendly towards bisexual males. So I was being very careful with what I was doing and who I was doing it with. Um, but that, 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 it slightly perturbed me. It was slightly annoying, but it wasn't a huge deal. It didn't ruin my nights or anything like that. Um, but, I mean, you know me, Bi plays a lot of fun, guys. A lot of fun. But, um, yeah, got to have a lot of fun with Sweet and Spicy and, and a few other couples. Got out my electro toys. Show them uh, a thing or two with the with the tens machine and with my violet wand, which is always a lot of fun. And and um, I didn't actually have sex with anyone, but there was a lot of sexual activity. I love using my fingers, for example, uh, much more than I like using my appendage. Uh, my, 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 my deck. <laughs> I don't like the word deck, it's too crass. Um, but, yeah, so I definitely had people fooling around with me, I was fooling around with others. Really just a lot, a lot of fun and really, really lovely people. Um, the club itself, I, I can't say a bad word about it. I really, really can't. Fantastic, fantastic place. Nice and big. Everybody was very friendly, very helpful. I uh, had a conversation with the bar staff once or twice as well. Just, just really cool. A lot of people that were just surprised as to where I'd come from, because New Zealand's a little shithole on that's freaking eighteen-hour flight away or whatever. But yeah, it was really, really a lot of fun. And the club itself is really just fantastic, as far as I'm concerned. It was had its different areas clearly defined. Uh, you know, like the dance floor, the bar, the, the chill out zone, the VIP areas, the playroom. Very, very well, de um, well defined as to what you should, not what you should be doing where, but the ideal places to do certain things. It was well equipped. The music was decent. It was what you'd expect in a club, I guess. A lot of it not really my jam, but it was a club, so you play club stuff. And I understand that. That was that was absolutely fine. Um, but yeah, really, really, really good place to go, I think. I don't think I would have enjoyed it much as much on a Saturday when there was more people. But on this on this particular Friday night, I thought it was really, really fantastic. And I was really, really happy to have the opportunity to go there and be invited there and and have a lot of fun there. So Players Club... Thank you very, very much for a wonderful experience. Really, really good. And hopefully I'll be back again to see you guys. Because I really, really did enjoy myself um, in my time there. And I'd love to do it again. I was toting my pack along the dusty Winnemucca Road When along came a semi with a high-end canvas-covered load If you're going to Winnemucca Mac with me, you can ride and so I climbed into the cab and then I settled down inside He asked me if I'd seen a road with so much dust and sand And I said, listen, 
I've traveled every road in this here land. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. So from San Antonio, we only stayed there one night as well. Um, apparently some shit went down back at the hotel with a whole bunch of dodgy people. Um, and my, my traveling buddies were not not the happiest, but we we got to sleep and um, got up the next morning and left very, very quickly. Uh, we had another pretty decent drive. We were going over to Houston, Texas. Home of the Astros. Home of the Rockets. And yeah, Houston was was a real really fun time as well. I went to watch the WWE in Houston because I am a big wrestling guy. I've told, said on this podcast before that I've um, that I've done wrestling announcing. I've been the ring announcer for a few wrestling shows, um, so it was really cool. And I was really really close to the front. I didn't realize how close. Like I was fifth row. Fifth row back, but only about four seats from the aisle that the wrestlers actually come down. So that was uh, that was really really cool and really fun. A little, something uh, a little bit different. Don't really get that over here in New Zealand, to be honest. So that went to went to quite late. I picked up the the, the girls from from in town where they were having a couple of drinks and whatnot, and went home and went to sleep. The following day was my interview with Mistress Jennifer which you can uh, find a couple of episodes ago on here now. Um, and that was that was really interesting and really, really, really cool. I met up with uh, another uh, another fellow, fellow human, um, wonderful, wonderful human, Dorica Brown, um, who is really just quite amazing, actually. She's uh, also known as Polly Free Love on Twitter, so... You can definitely um, get through on that, and she she's really just amazing. And I've just realised that um, <laughs> me being the idiot I was, I was meant to organise a a chat with her, which I haven't done yet. So if you're listening, I'm sorry. Uh, we will get around to doing that. I'm just truly awful at organising things. So yep, we did that in Houston, and we hit the road again the next day. We, keeping in mind, we had 40 days. We had 13 cities that we stayed more than uh, the day that we didn't just travel straight on through in. So there's, there is a lot of driving in, in all of this. Um, but we headed up to Dallas, Texas. So we, we were in Texas for a, fair, for a fair while here, actually. And um, we did a, did a really, really cool tour of Dallas. I think it was called the Best of Dallas Tour. And obviously, it went through the JFK assassination. The really cool part of that was being able to go inside the boarding house that Lee Harvey Oswald lived, and where he went after after he had allegedly, I guess, assassinated the the president, uh, John F. Kennedy. So, uh, yeah, that was that was really really interesting, really really cool, and we. Uh, some guy tried to hustle us with conspiracy theories and stuff. That was a lot of fun. Um, I've actually got his book still next to me here because we just sort of wandered off with that. Um, really, really cool city, actually. We met up with, uh, with this random dude called uh, LaRoyce, 
and um, got out, had a few drinks with him. He was a real, real cool dude. Really, really fun guy. Um, up on the 19th floor of an apartment in Central Dallas, which was really, really trippy. Saw people making out on a rooftop pool uh, just across the way, which was fun. Um, yeah, I actually really liked the architecture in Dallas. There's some really interesting shaped buildings. that They light up really well at night. They're a lot of fun. There was a really cool um, marketplace there as well. I cannot remember the name of it for the life of me. Um, there's a giant eyeball just cruising down the street, which really got me as well. Uh, yeah. So we also went to a baseball game, my first ever baseball game. We watched the Rangers against the Angels. Um, we left before the end, and we shouldn't have because it went into three extra innings before the Rangers won. Um, so it was actually a really exciting game, but I'm a big sports person. The people I was with were not, so it was sort of one of those things where it was just a little bit better off to to just head home because even I was starting to get... We thought at that point the Rangers were going to lose, so we, that, that was sort of the end of it. And we also got to see, as part of that, the... Um, well, because we went via Waco, we were able to see the the Branch Davidian site, which for me is some is is just crazy, crazy. With um, what's his name? Koresh, John Koresh, some Koresh, David Koresh, David Koresh, uh, and his little band of merry men out in uh, just outside Waco, Dallas. A wee bit of a cult who like to keep a whole bunch of guns and ammunition and whatnot in their little compound. Ended up catching fire and they all went up in flames in a 48-54 day shootout with um, alcohol and tobacco officials. So we got to see that on the way there and my, my fiendish little mind is all about that sort of shit. <laughs> Absolutely all about it. Um, from Dallas we went up to Oklahoma. Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Uh I actually really liked Oklahoma as a city as well, which I'd love to got to explore it just a little bit more and, and do a few things because I was actually really tired by this point. So I was relaxing as much as I can. The botanic gardens in the city are really lovely, lots of um, koi carp and whatnot. There's a sports museum there, which I didn't get to check out. We went through the brick district, which is really, really quite lovely. Everything's made of, made of brick and whatnot. And we did a whole heap of shopping. There's a whole bunch of... Um, there was an outlet mall just by where we were staying. The girls at one point went to a a um where'd they go to a punk festival, basically punk festival, which was um no that was in Albuquerque. What was in Oklahoma? Oh, I can't remember. They went out to something, I believe. But, um, yeah, most of that was just chill time for me. And then we did head to Albuquerque. Uh, the girls had their, their pop punk, uh, their punk festival thing. Uh, lots of desert on the way there. Um, but we, oh no, we went, where did we go first? We went to, what was that little town? Um, Route 66, Chuckberry, Amarillo. <laughs> I love my thought pattern to get to Amarillo. So, yeah, we did the Amarillo thing. 
cool wee place. The whole Route 66 stuff was actually really cool through there as well. Um, the the Cadillac Ranch is something that really really should be checked out, in my opinion. Um, but that was yeah that was that happening. Um, so from yeah Albuquerque was where the next fun part of my little tour took place because the girls had gone off to do their thing and I um, I taught a wee bit of a class while I was over there uh, and it was it was part of the reason that I was able to go over it was all put together by uh, TNG the next generation in New Mexico which is run by the absolutely adorable wonderful Nordia Black and she uh, had organized for me to come over and talk about electroplay which was really really cool we had a Maybe about 20 to 30 people there, which was, for me, really, really cool to be able to present in front of a crowd like that and talk about one of my big passions, which is great. I had a wonderful... Nordia herself was, was my model, so she was able to to be able to show what each thing did. And the, the really cool part about this... So I was using my TENS machine. I was using my Violet Wand. I have these special steel claws made up. Uh, all the different things that I can do with a violet wand is, is really, really cool. I did have my little zapper there, and unfortunately my batteries had ran out on my shot collar, so I wasn't able to show them that. But that's pretty straightforward as well. But that was, it was just really, really cool, and a great, great group of people that were not afraid to ask questions. Um, not afraid to, to come up and try it afterwards, although there was a little bit of, um, a little bit of hesitation first, but once that first person went up, the whole group sort of followed along, and it was all really, really lovely and really, really cool. So uh, most of the people there tried out a little bit of ElectroPay, which is awesome. Uh, had a couple of messages afterwards about different gear and stuff to buy, which was really, really, really cool as well. And, yeah, that was awesome. But the the really fun part came, came after this as we all went back to a private home and through a birthday party for me. It was a week before my birthday, but the original date was meant to be my birthday, and it was close enough, so we just sort of went, okay. Uh, and there was a party which turned into uh, a little bit of an orgy in the in the games room. Yeah, that's right. A little bit of an orgy in the games room, which was... Um, I didn't actually get involved. I think I started the whole lot off because I was making out with somebody, and then just sort of stopped and next thing I know there's an orgy happening where we'd just left and I mean I got involved a little bit but I was somewhat enamored with another person who was who was there that evening who was really really quite wonderful and really really fun and I ended up spending the night there at that residence with said person and it was really lovely evening actually really really loving and um yeah, so got woken up the next morning. Wee bit of uh, wee bit of a drama back at the hotel, which was quickly sorted out. But we were down to two people for the rest of the trip, and that's it. Actually, made it better, if I'm honest. At that point, um, there was a little bit less to worry about because the person that was left to myself, we've known each other a long time. We've always had small sort of disagreements, but we also get over it again quite quickly afterwards. Um, we used to live together and stuff like that, so it made we knew how each other were in smaller spaces for extended periods, uh, which made it just just that little bit easier, I guess. And sh yeah, frustrations and stuff happen, but 
No, that was it was it was really really cool. I was I was at the orgy actually. I was running around shocking people and and teasing people and showing showing people what the toys could do just a little bit more as well. Um, yeah, we had a we had a little bit of a almost like a performance scene as well. Me and the the lovely young lady that I had spent that night with. Uh, we had a few people watching us as I was uh, doing. Um, I was using the likes of pressure points, and pressure points are one of my favourite things to use in asserting dominance. And she's she's a little bit of a brat, so she was trying to get away. All all in, all in a playful sense, we had set our boundaries and whatnot beforehand, so we were very very careful around that. We're trying to get away and pressing down on the pressure points to, for lack of a for, for for lack of a better word, keep them in place, keep her in place, um, and she underestimated me a bit, which she which she uh, admitted afterwards, and it's it's quite a common theme for me is that people underestimate what I can do because I know all the little little things that can hurt you. There's lots of people who know big things that can hurt you, but it's it's little things like pressure points and a pinch in the tricep area and things like that. So yeah, really, really lovely. Um, yeah, so they had the they had their punk festival. Went back to somebody's house. Drama happened down to two, and we went out for lunch the next day and a wee bit of shopping and just sort of relaxation time. Recuperation time. It is Albuquerque. There's not a whole heap that happens there. Um, and, and because we knew we had a big drive coming up as well, because we were driving from Albuquerque all the way up to Salt Lake City, which is a fair hike. It is a really fair hike. Um, and I think that was one of the few trips that we did where, where we shared it, shared the driving, because I was driving most of this, and by, by choice as well. I really enjoyed the car we were in, had a fair bit of pickup, but some of the rock formations and stuff on the way there were just absolutely stunning in every way, shape or form. Like, there's limestone, there's a whole bunch of redstone, there was green, there was um, obviously the Four Corners Monument, which we which we visited on the way, but it was just visually, visually beautiful, beautiful. And you don't think it because it's middle of the desert, but there's a fair bit of greenery and shrubbery and stuff as well. But yeah, now Salt Lake was Salt Lake. <laughs> so, like the, ne the next few towns, there wasn't a lot happening. But there was we went to Salt Lake. But after Salt Lake, actually, before we go into what wasn't uh, what wasn't overly exciting is um, yeah. So we we got on the road and we started heading towards Yellowstone, which was yeah next level. Um, we visited a place called I think it was Bear Creek or Bear Lake. Uh, which was absolutely stunning as well. Stopped there for a quick swim. Uh, went through Afton, Wyoming. Picked up a Snake River beer, which was magnificent. And then we were in Yellowstone. Now this place, I cannot describe just the absolute beauty of this place. Cause, well, we was oh, we were just outside in like two mountains or something like that. It was called Two Something. Is where we stayed. It was just outside of Yellowstone. There was no power in our cabin or anything like that, which is it was just a complete switch off uh, sort of thing. But 
I mean, some of the pools and stuff. I, I, this is where I went wrong on my trip, is I needed to spend far more time in this area. We only really had one day to spend in there by the time that we travelled in. Um, but we saw, we got, we saw some wild bison. They actually cut off the road, um, as we were heading out of Yellowstone at the end, just trotting down the road. Um, but yeah, saw, saw, um, Old Faithful go off. Went round to the Grand Prismatic Spring. But the most the most beautiful part for me was the falls. Um in the, the Grand the Grand Valley. Well they call it the Grand Valley of um or the Grand Canyon of Yellowstone. But some of the pictures I got out of that were just absolutely breathtaking. And I posted my favourite one up on the old Instagram when I when I took it because it was just whew, just ridiculous really. Absolutely ridiculous. But from um, from Yellowstone, uh, we travelled through to. Oh, where did we travel through? Spokane, Washington. Spokane or Spokane. Didn't do much there. It was just a quick stop off to sleep, and we were on the on the road again, on the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. But there wasn't oddities. Yeah, the peculiarium is what it was called. Um, is is the next place that we went to, and really odd stuff in there. And you know, I love odd shit. I love weird shit, <laughs> and I love views. So in this peculiarium, there were things like uh, a monkey's paw. There was Al Capone's secret lost vault. Um. You could simulate be being. Uh, you could simulate uh, being caught in a coffin, which was which was really interesting as well. Lo lots of kooky little things, which is right up my alley. Things like vampire kits, vampire killing kits, and stuff like that. So yeah, whole bunch of weird little things. But uh, we went on through to Seattle from that point. Not too far of a drive, so this was this was quite nice at this point. Went across um, the bridge with all the with all the locks on them for people's secrets and stuff like that, and they throw away the key. Um, and this night was actually my birthday night. So what we did for my birthday night is um, we went to Blink-182 as if uh, I didn't need any more reminding that I was getting old. Uh, it's my 30th birthday. So I went to Blink-182. I think this was the second night we were in Seattle, actually. And, um, yeah, really, really, really cool to see those guys on stage again. Obviously without Tom DeLong, but even um, Travis Barker and... Um, Oh, what's his name? Mark Hoppus. That's right, Mark Hoppus. Uh, so yeah, seeing those guys and just the songs and stuff was really cool. Really, really cool. The weird, weird part about it was actually beforehand, um, because the opening act was Lil Wayne, just for something a little bit different. Um, the other cool thing we did in Seattle was we visited the what is it? The Museum of Pop. Yeah. Museum, Museum of Pop Culture. That's it. Museum of Pop Culture. Shit, I'm getting bad at this now, team. 
We also visited uh, Bruce Lee's gravesite, which was something uh, a little bit different. Really, really, really cool. Um, the first night I went and I went and talked to the Gayish podcast, and you'll hear that episode come out. Um, we're just trying to rediscover the files again, um, so that will be coming out. Uh, the card that we used to record it, that we used to put the record on, um, didn't work once I got back to New Zealand. But we will be working on that for you. That'll be coming soon, and they were absolutely lovely, so so lovely. I was invited into their into their home and. Yeah, just really, really nice guys. Had a really, really good discussion with them. And um, my travel partner at that point had uh, gone on the underground tour, which she spoke very, very, very highly of. And it was, um, yeah, it was really, really just a lot of fun. A lot of fun. But from Seattle, we went to Portland, Oregon. Uh, Not somewhere that I thought there would be much happening. But, um, I did manage to interview somebody from buy.org, uh, Kaylee Walker. Her episode will be coming up in the next couple of weeks as well. Um, so that was really cool. And after that, we went to, it was, it was very similar to the fetish ball over here, really. There was lots of fire play and stuff like that, but they called it, um, Cabaret Circus. Cabaret uh, sort of performance is basically what it was, but in a in a kink styling, which was which was really really quite cool. They had dancers and tips that were thrown up on the stage, which I actually quite like, as well as hopefully I'm hoping they also got their own fee for the for the evening. But I'm not sure how they went with that. But yeah, it was it was it was a big fan of um, of Portland as well. But the the next step was a really exciting one for us. The next part of the trip was to San Francisco uh, where we went out and we did the the whole Alcatraz thing the escape from the rock we did um, weren't able to do San, San Francisco dungeon unfortunately they were closed while we were there so I was quite pissed off about that um, but we got to go into a submarine which was quite cool we uh, did a tour of, of the bay uh, like I said which was really really cool got up Got some really, really good shots of the Golden Gate Bridge. The fog there is insane. Just ridiculously insane. Um, but, yeah, so we, we were able to do that. We did the whole Madame Two Swords thing. Now, the place I really wanted to talk about here was the Beat Museum, which is around the old beatniks and stuff like that. If you're ever in San Francisco, you need, need, need to do that because it's just... I learned so, so much learned so so much um, going there and one one of the one of the I had to buy a a souvenir from there and it was just a, a sticker like a bumper sticker just said the problem with censorship is and it's just blacked out and it was just one of my favorite things that I, that I was able to see there but yeah that was that was a really really cool place Alcatraz as well was really interesting didn't actually get to step foot on Alcatraz, but that was okay. We went around and we were up close enough uh, to go to it. The USS Pampanito was the name of the submarine we went on, and that was really, really interesting. Like, it's amazing how um, small some of the places 
people have to have to live in, I guess. Um, yep, but from there, I'll try and speed this up. We're over an hour now, so uh, went to Vegas, did the Vegas thing, uh, Mob Museum, saw Penn and Teller, did, saw a variety show, which was really, really cool, really, really fun. Um, what else did we do? We did heaps. I saw Bodies at Luxor, which was really, really incredible. Something, again, really, really different. I did uh, the, the Pawn Shop tour, which was, um, yeah, really, really cool as well. Lots of interesting stuff. I keep saying really, really cool. I'm sorry. I really am sorry, but it's just one of those things that I can't think of too much else. I went to Count's Customs, which was on that on that sort of show thing. Uh, went to, at one point, we went to the Flamingo Bar and Grill, which was, uh, the Flamingo Hotel, which was quite cool. I got to meet the general from Tanked, another reality show, which was really cool. Now, <laughs> the first night we were there, I actually found some photos on my phone that I don't remember. Um, we had a couple of open bars as part of our go pass. One was on a big Ferris wheel, so it took half an hour, so I smashed that back. And, then we had an hour open bar at a at a bar, which I remember the first half of, and don't remember anything after that. And that's when these photos were taken was after that. <laughs> and then we went to watch um, Love by Cirque du Soleil, which unfortunately, by my own stupidity, I don't remember anything of. Out in Vegas, I also did get to drive a Ferrari and a Lamborghini, which was really, really cool. Uh, it's not too expensive to go out and do 10 laps between the two. Um, highly, highly worth it. Uh, we got to visit a place called the D <laughs> for a uh, a little comedy show, which was really, really fun. Uh, I ziplined across part of Vegas. Ended up going about 40 miles an hour, which was really, really cool. Uh, and we spent five days in Vegas. I did a couple of museums and stuff as well because I'm an absolute nerd like that. We did the nuclear testing museum. I ate at, um, oh, we both ate at Hell's Kitchen, which was next level fucking brilliant. And you would hope so for, for what you paid for it. Went through Caesar's Palace, did all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, really, really, like, you say you know Vegas, but you, you don't know Vegas <laughs> until you've actually been there. Um, we went to the Hoover Dam, which was something a wee bit special. We got to see Brazil vs Peru in football, for those that know I'm a football fan. That was in LA, actually, sorry. In LA. Uh, we also went to the Grand Canyon, which was something else completely as well. We didn't go to the, and I would say this to most people, don't go to the West Rim. Uh, it's an absolute ripoff. We, we drove four hours and went to the south, where it's a lot bigger, a lot wider, a lot deeper, and free. Uh, so yeah, we made sure that we did it, that we did it that way. And yeah, came back, ate at Hell's Kitchen. Absolutely stunning. Got to, finally got to watch the, um, the water show at the Bellagio, which, uh, which is quite fantastic as well. And then it was back through to LA, uh, where we did watch Peru and, yep, those guys, Brazil play football against each other. Uh, we went and did the whole Disneyland thing, which was absolutely outstanding. It's 
and and we did the fast passing, which was only fifteen dollars here, which makes it a hundred percent worth it. I I cannot speak about having that fast pass anymore because you just get to skip every line, and for such a nominal nominal fee, it's just perfect, really. And after that, we went to, and this was quite a highlight for me as well, was a um a medieval dinner evening. So think knights, think horses, think sword fights, think um, lances. Really, really cool. And you had to, you had your own team. Our guys sucked. Our team sucked balls. Uh, but yeah, that was that was something else. And it was in Buena Park in 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 LA. So that was really, really, really super cool, man. Like, honestly, there's just just so much that we did, um, but <laughs> I think at this point I've spoken enough. Um, thank you, thank you so much for listening into this. I didn't really go into too much depth on the sexy parts. I'm sorry, but if you do have any questions, feel free to hit me up on the socials or via email at the G slot, uh, the G slot, the A slot podcast at gmail dot com. You can also use the contact form on the website a slot podcast dot com. And don't forget to like, rate, and review, even if you didn't like it. I like hearing ways that I can improve. But until then, please, stay a slutty. I ache for the touch of your lips, dear, but much more for the touch of your whips, dear. You can raise welts like nobody else as we dance to the masochism tango. Say our love is a flame, not an ember. Say it's me that you want to dismember. Blacken my eye, set fire to my tie as we dance to the masochism tango. At your command, before you here I stand. My heart is in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> it's here that I must be. My heart entreats. Just hear those savage beats and go put on your cleats and come and trample me. Your heart is hard as stone or mahogany. That's why I'm in such exquisite agony. My soul is on fire. It's a flame with desire, which is why I perspire when we tango. You caught my nose in your left castanet, love. I can feel the pain yet, love. Every time I hear drums. the thorns underneath love sticking into your gums your eyes cast a spell that bewitches the last time I needed 20 stitches to sew up the gash you made with your lash as we dance to the masochism tango bash in my brain and make me scream with pain then kick me once again and 
and say we'll never part. I know too well I'm underneath your spell. So darling, if you smell something burning, it's my heart. Don't you take your cigarette from its holder and burn your initials in my shoulder. Fracture my spine and swear that you're mine as we dance to the massacre. 